I know that in my past episodes, I've talked about how the happiest point in my life was when I had no friends. I'd just be chilling from 2015 to 2018 or whatever. Well, things have changed. I have a wonderful network of wonderful friends, and I have a new framework about platonic friends. I want to share it with you because I think it'd be worthwhile. And, you know, like like I would say, the reason I'm happy in life is because I've already had what matters to me since the beginning of my life. And the number one value I see in having the right friends is that they help you write your story the way you want it to be written. When your friends, and this is how I would define a friend, someone who you and them have a mutual understanding of each other's inner motivations and try to help fulfill each other's inner motivations. That's how I would define a friend. And the way you make friends is you be the friend that you would want to have. You keep doing that until you find the right people that click. That's how I would define a friend. That's how I would define friends. And that's how I would make friends. And that's how I make friends. So I'm not saying you can't have acquaintances. I'm not saying you can't have friends with benefits. I'm not saying anything of that sort. I'm focusing on... Some platonic friends that understand your inner motivations, you understand theirs, and you guys try to help fulfill them. And that's how I would define like true friends. Let me let me clarify, these are true friends. And let's call them keystone friends. They're the keystone. And like actually a keystone friend is a true friend that you can't see not having in your life and you can only see them being a part of your journey from the beginning of when you guys became true friends to the very moment that uh you obtain victory and i have some keystone friends my mentor drew is actually a keystone friend and he he's also a very specific kind of friend i call him a board director friend or an auditor he's a wonderful auditor he he, he corrects me, and he's not afraid to correct me on things where I'm wrong. He's very direct, but he's also very sociable. He, he, he But he doesn't walk on eggshells around me, is what I'm saying. Uh, he's able to be kind to me and give me constructive feedback without walking on eggshells or trying to satisfy my ego. And I respect that about him, and I love him for that, among other reasons. And Drew is a wise man. However, I can't always share my funny shenanigans with them because board director friends are wet blankets. <laughs> you know, and I mean, Drew's not totally a wet blanket. He might laugh a little bit like, haha, okay, yeah, I can see why that's funny. But Chad, you really got to watch out for your interests here because this, this, and this. You know, it's kind of extreme and irresponsible. Okay, sorry, Drew. Okay, I, I know. You know, <laughs> like... The, the wet blanket friends, I call them board director friends because I feel like wet blanket is rude and derogatory. I'd rather call them board directors. People where you're afraid to be funny with them because <laughs> they're going to be looking out for your interests. And that's what makes them so powerful as friends. They're very matter of fact. They're very like, well, is this part of your goals? Yes or no? 
and you have to answer. <laughs> yeah, you can't be around the bush. You have to go yes or no. And they're going to set you on the right track. So, Drew, if you hear this, thank you, man. I, I want you to know I fully love and respect you. And um, my first Keystone friend is Cody. And uh, Cody is a Keystone friend because him and I are always game for whatever we whatever the other wants to do. We're always game. We're always experimental. We're adventurous. We know how to have fun together. We know how to be serious and we've been friends since childhood. He's a keystone friend. I've always I've always had Cody as a friend. I just wasn't we've just gone different periods where we haven't been talking or hanging out for for a few consecutive years. So that's how I was able to get away with no friends. I'd just be chilling. But it, in in reality, he was always a friend. And I was always a friend to him. I know it's kind of confusing because I use absolute language. But what I'm saying is still true. And I hope it makes some sense. But anyhow, Cody is a keystone friend because we're family. We became family at a young age. Um, a new keystone friend of mine is Michael from work. Um, I don't view him as a work friend. I view him as a friend. Michael and I are able to be how we are, any version of ourselves around each other, and still be fully accepted, and we philosophize, and Michael is like my reviser. Cody is my co-founder. Cody, Cody is the co-founder of, of my success and vice versa. That's how I would put it. Drew is the board director. Michael is the reviser because when I give something to Michael, he builds off of that and also revises anything I say to, to be better in some way. And so these are my top three keystone friends. And I think that everyone should have at least one keystone friend. And, and in my recommendation, the first, but like if you only have one, Keystone friend, it should be the board director, also known as the wet blanket. It should be that one. And yes, they might annoy you, but you will love them and they will love you. And they they will take you far. You know, they will take you far. They, they will help you meet your interests in ways unimaginable. In ways unimaginable. Because the board director friend is very mature. They're very elegant. They're very excellent. They're very um, fancy. They're very uh, scholarly. They're 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 there to help you do what you need to do. And maybe you can joke around with them a little bit, but you know if you're like me and you and you 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 do like um, shenanigans that or like shock value, then, then maybe it's not a good idea to share with them. But anyway, um, I'm open to having more Keystone friends. I'm open to that. I just haven't met them yet, or I haven't shaped enough of my views on my other friends yet. But I've reached a point where I'm truly happier with friends in my life. I've made so much progress in my life having friends at this point in my life. I have the right friends that are moving me forward in the right direction. I 
I couldn't imagine being successful without Cody, Drew, or Michael in my life. And there may be others, but I'm still journaling and shaping my thoughts on my other friends in my life. Um, but the thing is, what I, what I really want to drive home here is that um, your true friends, your keystone friends, they're going to listen to you and understand you like what your story was, what your story is, and what you want it to be. And they're going to help you write it in a way that meets your story going the way you want it to. That is so powerful. That is so meaningful. That is so loving. There, there is nothing greater than that, in my opinion. And you don't have to do it the way I do, where you give them, like, titles and you figure out their role. You don't have to do that, but I do recommend you at least try. Because organizing why you go to who for what will be very beneficial to you. And that way you don't have unnecessary tension in your relationships. For, for me, I like knowing, you know, which friend serves what purpose and what purpose I serve to them. And, and so a good way to find out who a keystone friend is of yours is let's say you won the lottery. It was 90 billion after taxes. You have 45 billion. Who are you going to choose out of your network of your friends to help you with your shenanigans, whether it be business, whether it be charity, recreation, who are the number one people you have no problem losing a few billion on? Even, even, even if you didn't talk as often and you didn't get what you wanted from them, but you knew you were still friends with them, who would, who would they be? That is, that is the ultimate question. And when it comes to Drew, Michael, and Cody, they, they fit that bill. And I don't know who else I would who else I'd bring upon that. I'm, and there, there's other ways to think about it, but they're not coming to me right now. I do a lot of different experimentations in my journaling. And so, the the best thing you could ever do for one of your Keystone friends is to understand them from their own perspective and adopt it where you understand them the way they understand themselves and try to have it in alignment with reality as much as possible and figure like it's not so much about figuring out but it, it's about asking them and talking about their inner motivations and trying to help them fulfill it do they want to start a business do they want to start a charity do they want to do something they've never done before, like climb a mountain or camp in a specific place? What what is what are the things what are the feats they want to accomplish before they die? What are the feats that they must accomplish before they die? And how could you help them fulfill that? That's how you be a true keystone friend to somebody. 
it's not just about having keystone friends. It's also about being a keystone friend. Holding everything together. And maybe you could argue, well, it's like, oh, you should be like that with everybody. Well, frankly, not everyone deserves that. And not everyone has the compatibility for that kind of thing, in my experience. Um, But I I suppose you could do it to some degree. Doesn't mean they'll be a keystone friend of yours or you're a keystone friend of theirs, but... I, I, I suppose you, you could, you know, try to help everybody fulfill their ideals. Would that be wise? That's my question. You know, you know for me, I, I, I'm, I'm very particular. I'm sticking with the people that I jive with. People that would lie for me and I would lie for them. And, you know, having, like, real loyalty. And by the way, the board director friend, the wet blanket friend, they will not lie for you. <laughs> And they will not back you up on anything unless they actually think it aligns with reality. They will not back you up on anything unless it makes enough sense to them. So don't don't get your hopes up for that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the, the, the wet blanket board director friend. I'm just going to call them the board director friend. I think we get it now. The board director friend. The, there's going to be shenanigans you can't include them on because... You know, they might go, well, that's not morally right, or that's unethical, or they might go, well, that doesn't make sense, or that's that's not in alignment with reality. Like, like if it, if it doesn't if it doesn't match their framework of reality, that they're probably not going to back you up on anything. And yeah, there's going to be some shenanigans you can't you, you can't you can't include them on. Uh, but that's okay. And, and, and you see, that's an example why I think it's important to understand the purpose you serve in someone's life and the purpose they serve to you. So you understand the boundaries of like what will make a great social interaction and what won't. That That's why I think that. Um, but, you know, it's just incredible that I turned a new leaf here where... Where I finally acquired the right friends in my life. And now things are moving forward in such a way where I'm happier with having committed, stable friendships that are also fun and very productive and make life worthwhile. Uh, So that's just like a... This episode is just like me sharing my my new experience in life, my new path in life, my new situation in life, and my new framework around friends. Friends are great, but keystone friends, like true friends, value them.